Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration, Season 2. I'm David Arnsbarger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. And today, our special guest is my favorite student, Ava Coopin. Ava's going to tell us a wonderful story about her great-grandmother, Maudie, who was fortunate enough to get out of Germany uh, before World War II started. And it's, uh, it's an incredible story, and it has lots of implications uh, on patterns of migration that we talk about, but it's a very personal story. So, Ava, welcome to Push Pull Podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, my great grandmother, Maudie, she was born in Magdeburg, Germany around 1933. Uh, she had three older brothers, and then she had a sister. So, she grew up ethnically Jewish, and she was also religiously Jewish. So, she was practicing. Um, Her mother was a seamstress. She loved to sew. We have some of her quilts still at our house that she... Beautiful, wonderful seamstress. And then um, her father was a shoemaker. So he he would keep a shop and he would make shoes for everybody kind of locally. They were fortunate enough to leave the winter of 38. So 1938... Uh, She left with her oldest brother, J.E., who was 16, Arnold, who was 12, and then her sisters, Ursul and Laverne, and she was only five. Oh, wow. So she... So... She was five, and she she was under the charge of a sixteen year old. Yeah. So, and that's about your age right now. So, yeah. you can you imagine being in charge of a five year old and making this huge trip? It, it, incredible. Yeah. So she doesn't remember much, but from the stories, she loved to tell stories. So, from what she remembers, coming over on this big boat, and it was cold because it was winter. So she would just wrap up in her mom's quilt that she sent with her. And then she remembers, like, going to New York because they came from Germany to New York. So she remembers kind of, like, seeing the big city and thinking how cool it was. And I just thought that was really interesting that she can remember that far. And and those are probably some of her first permanent memories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they went to New York and her oldest brothers, like J.E. Arnold, they did, like, factory work. I don't remember where they worked, but they did work in, like, factories. They did, like, little pickup jobs. And then all the girls learned how to sew from their mom. Mm-hmm. So they were seamstresses. So they picked up things wherever they could. So do you know where they first started living once they got to New York City? I want to say when they started living there. We didn't have any family over mm-hmm. here, but we had some people that also moved from Germany. They came over, so they all just lived in this big communal house. Okay. All right, yeah. And and so as far as talking about these patterns of migration, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that's gone on a lot in our historical past, not just from that part of Germany or not just avoiding the uh, Holocaust that's impending here, um, but living in a group until you kind of get set up. So they got kind of, they lived in a group, got set up, and then mm-hmm. got jobs and and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's back up to Germany just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. We talk about, obviously, the easy thing to talk about is the push of 
uh, what Germany, what the Nazis were doing with the, the Holocaust. So 38 was after Kristallnacht, mm-hmm. right? Um, so the Kristallnacht was the, the, the night of broken glass when Jewish communities were, um, were, were, some were burned down, some were just destroyed. Uh, so Jews were trying to get out of Germany. Mm-hmm. And your great-grandmother and her brothers were fortunate to get out. They were trying to get out. People were trying to get out. Um, they were going all over the world. Jews were trying to leave Germany and all over the world. Nazis wanted Jews to leave. Um, the problem with that was uh, quota systems, right? Mm-hmm. So only so many people could come here from Germany. Um, and uh, that, you know, that's kind of, I think that still affects us today with our immigration laws. And, and you know, we're not going to delve into all that right now. But uh, if someone is seeking asylum, uh, we, drop our, we drop the quota uh, mm-hmm. because we don't want people to return to their home country and, and get killed. Um, so there's a lot of uh, kind of history that goes along with this. Um, and did your great-grandmother, did they ever find out what happened to her parents or anything? Um, so they kept sending letters from Germany as often as they could. Eventually, it's like the letters stopped coming in and then eventually they moved so they moved around this time they stopped getting letters i want to say it's maybe 10 years later five ten yeah, about so they move they all moved down to louisiana because je gets like a job working railroad whatever mm-hmm. so they all moved down there they can't give their parents their new address and when the letters stop coming in they can't really do anything about it so we hope that something happened that was good like maybe they moved they just couldn't send but but the odds yeah yeah we know we know the history unfortunately um uh yeah and i and i don't know i I don't know if you ever sort of put yourself in that position because there was nothing that kind of ended, so they never got any official notification or anything like that. It yeah. was just probably a gradual wonder where mom and dad are, wonder where mom and dad are. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, it, uh, mm. I'm sure that brought a lot of difficulty there, too. Um, I don't know the official numbers on people that that came to America from, from Germany at that time, Jews mm-hmm. that came from uh, to America from Germany. But in season one, we had a similar story uh, of someone whose family came to someplace up in the Midwest and and um, were sort of taken in. There was a program that would take in people uh, from Germany. But um, uh, obviously, this is a very personal story for you and your family. Yeah. And uh, but it, but a very big part of the story of our country. And and people have come to our country from all over the world from from yesterday going back 300 years and this is just a great uh, piece of the the story of migration for us um so uh, where did you get all this information tell us a little bit about that yeah so my great-grandmother after she moved to louisiana she met my great-grandfather that's actually how i got my blue eyes is she wanted a guy that had blue eyes so i didn't have like the all the Jewy looks, like the big crazy hair and the dark eyes. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that was her excuse sure. for why I had blue right. eyes. But she met him. They moved down to Texas, and then we would visit her every year. So right around Rosh Hashanah, actually, we would visit her, 
And then we would visit her at Christmas, and she loved to tell these stories. So about how she moved, even if she didn't remember right. moving, she knew the stories of how she moved. And then that was passed on to my grandmother, mm-hmm. and she would tell us all these stories. And now my mother tells us the stories of how she moved. So it's kind of been passed down. And, and what about you? I think I'm going to continue. I hope that I can continue telling these stories because I think it's important not only for our family, but just for anybody who wants to know about it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of history gets lost on the personal level. Like we know a ton of people died when the Holocaust happened, but we don't know the individual stories and it's good to know those. Yeah, I think that's very perceptive of you to make that link between real personal stories and history. Uh, and, and that's part of, I think, what we do here on Push Pull Podcast. And um, you have had a chance to tell this story, um, and I'm sure you'll tell it again. And I'm um, just really thank you very much for being here. Yeah. Anything else you, need, you feel like you need to add before we wrap things up? No, I think that's about it. Well, thanks very much. I appreciate you being here. Of course.